He was victorious, and he rose up to the surface, above the waters, carrying the earth, clinging to his tusks. And that moment, when he comes up from the waters with the earth and his tusk victorious, that's the moment depicted in this sculpture, in that indentation, in that cave. Vishnu's incarnation as a boar is there, the earth clinging to his tusks. And the earth is depicted again, resting on a lotus plant near his feet, having fallen back down from the tusks, back down to her proper place. But the sculpture has other elements, things I've not mentioned in that story. And that's because they're things from different versions of the story. There's a nugger, a snake being, beneath Vishnu's feet, having been defeated by him. That's from a different version of the story. There's the rivers Ganga and Yamuna, personified, standing on the side. In fact, this is the very first time in Indian art we see them depicted as separate. Now, the Ganga and the Yamuna, they don't really appear in the story at all. Come to think of it, none of the versions of the story we have exactly match what this sculpture is depicting. So you might begin to suspect that something else is going on with all of these symbols in this complex sculpture. Maybe this sculpture was doing more than just telling the story of Vishnu saving the earth. Maybe there was another story going on at the same time, a story wrapped up in the world of Chandragupta II. After all, Vishnu was the god who the Gupta emperors were personally devoted to, and who to an extent they saw themselves as related to, maybe even embodiments of. But it's more specifically Gupta than that. Those two rivers we mentioned, the Ganga and the Yamuna, who appear in the sculpture but don't really seem to be linked into the story in any way. Well, those are the two rivers which meet at the point where the Gupta Empire started, Allahabad. Perhaps most tellingly though, if you're looking for things which remind you of Chandragupta, if you look at the sculpture on the back wall, there are throngs of people. People who, according to the Vishnu story, Vishnu's just defeated. They're their demon armies. But if you look really closely, you'll notice from the clothes and from the way they look, they look an awful lot like shakas. Every week we read something from the original sources, and this week I thought we just had to read from the Raghuvamsa. That's the thing with the story of Raghu we started with. And as I said earlier, it was done by the great poet Kalidasa. One day I will read a bit of the actual original Sanskrit, and you get a feel for how it sounded. Maybe I'll give it a go, translating.